Hello, it is 5.45 in the morning. I have gotten up, gotten to the gym. Boom, 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 bada bing, bada boom. This is the Healthy You Podcast. I'm the health curator. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are new here, I am super excited you're here. You tuned on in on like one of the best episodes ever in my personal opinion, because today we are going to be talking about my favorite thing in the world, which is food. Now, uh, I've gathered from the social media that food may be one of the biggest places of confusion. So we're going to be talking in depth about the mindset around food and about, of course, the nutrition and what you need to start eating to stop dieting forever. So let's get into it. So if you are like me, you like good food. You like to have something that is not only tasty and delicious and you probably love to go eat out um, when you can. Now, but unless you're going out to a fancy dinner or you have set aside time to make a fancy dinner at home, sometimes it seems like food and nutrition take the absolute wayside and that we live in a busy world. We live in a busy society where we are going to grab food on the run. We're going to, you know, try to get quick little snack roonies. And I have noticed that this tends to be where a lot of people get confused. This busy mentality of let's keep busy with our day-to-day life seems to have made nutrition take a backseat, which is a shame because we need the absolute best gasoline in our tank, the, the like the best absolute fuel that we can get. And instead, we're putting Cheetos hoping that we're going to end up building um with the building blocks to have an elite athlete and that's just not going to happen um so this is where the mindset is going to start to come in because i want you to start and address where you currently are with food is it something that you love but you don't make time for is it something that you sort of just don't care about at all you're just going to eat what you you need to eat um wherever you fall I want you to take stock of that because the first thing you need to do is to have some awareness and some acceptance of where you are. You cannot begin to change unless you just kind of say, okay, this is this is where I'm starting from. And you know what? It is okay to start from a place where food is just not that important to you. So you just kind of like take whatever you can get, or perhaps you find yourself just too busy right now. You're too busy to care about your nutrition. This is where I want you to start from and once you start there write it down get a good idea of where you're starting from now we're going to start to challenge those paradigms i'm going to let you know right now that you're not too busy to care about your nutrition in fact that if you do not care about it now you will end up with chronic diseases chronic inflammation later on in life and this is starting to show up in our society i've had many many family members get chronic illness or cancer and a lot of intuition and their intuition as well is that it did come from food and how they ate and i think that we're going to see more of this come out in the future um it seems like right now that there's still this kind of like mystery as what causes a lot of the main diseases in our society Um, I'm not going to point any fingers at any specific kind of lifestyle, but I do know that when I ate like I didn't care about my body, 
my body wasn't able to create a healthy body. I don't know if you know this, but what we are literally is a heap of food. I kind of didn't know that when you eat your food, it doesn't just kind of like you just take the nutrients out of the food and then it just flushes out um, in your bowel movements. Uh, That's not actually what happens. What happens is you literally become the food you eat. Uh, So if you're eating Cheetos, if you're eating pizza, if you're eating mac and cheese for most of your meals, you are predominantly making a body made out of these foods. And I use the term food really lightly there. Now, this is a little bit scary because when I was eating a diet of of essentially fast food, junk food, but it was more, it just felt like comfort food to me. Um, I started to get really sick. I started to gain weight around that time. I started to kind of get some inflammation in my body that didn't make a lot of sense to me because I was just right out of like high school. Um, but even in high school, I started to get extreme fatigue and I do think it was a nu- uh, a nutrient deficit. I wish that somebody would have looked at that because uh, I did go to doctors and I, you know, everyone of course assumed that it was a uh, mental health issue that I was always so tired, but I can look back at, at it with some 2020 vision and see that what I was eating when I was at school and when I was eating when I was at home, I was kind of like on my own as far as my nutrition goes from quite a young age. Um, and I think that that's not a unique story. I think a lot of people uh, end up having to address what they're going to eat from a young age maybe their parents are busy maybe they um there's problems at home so like a family dinner is not it's kind of out of the question you know you get up first thing in the morning um a, a lot of kids are going to reach for the sugary cereal and then you start a habit where you know in a couple of hours you're going to be hungry again because a sugary cereal is going to spike your insulin high and then it's also going to make you crave more carbohydrates that are processed more sugar because uh, it's a drug <laughs> so this is this is really interesting so we're starting at a very young age where we're where we're seeing some potential issues with with food and our mindset because when you're a kid you're just trying to you're just trying to get by and you don't really even think about okay well i need to nourish my body and so from our young age we don't approach food that way. This is where I want you to start to take the reins back. This is where you need to start and say, hey, this is where I am. Am I happy with this place that I am? Or would I rather be in love with my body in a way that I nourish her and I give her the best possible fuel? And what's going to be optimal for you is not going to be optimal for me or even maybe even for your husband or for your wife or your, for your partner or your kids or whatever it looks like at home. Maybe you're just at home by yourself. Like, it's not going to be the same as your friends. But the tools to get you to the place where you're reaching for more optimal options, they're all the same. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So there's a few things I want you to start to pay attention to over the next couple days, Okay. I want you to start to notice when you are eating, why you're eating, 
and the general the general term hunger i really want you to push back against because if you are eating a high carbohydrate diet the feeling that you associate as hunger is not actual hunger um that is actually the most common misconception i had to face when i started to go down my health journey and because the first thing i did in my health journey was do a massive action of the keto diet i learned very quickly that the feeling that i had been feeling before was not actually hunger i had associated my whole life with this kind of this grumbling this um it was essentially a blood sugar drop because I was eating food that was spiking my insulin so high and food that was mostly predominantly filled with sugar and chemicals that make you crave more sugar and chemicals. It's it's kind of crazy, but the feeling of hunger is quite, quite different. And you start to really learn that with intermittent fasting. So also notice what are the things that are going on right before you get hungry um, or that you notice what you presume is hunger? Because very often there are going to be things that are in your life that are triggering you to want certain kinds of foods. Um, like if I'm watching TV and there's a, a commercial or if there, I'm watching um, something like that I have had a certain snack with before, I will suddenly crave that because your senses are all entangled. So you have to start to break the pieces apart and say, okay, well, when I sit on the couch at 1 p.m., I start to crave highly processed food that was a a big thing for me that was one of the things i started to notice i also noticed that whenever i felt in high stress um or sad or angry (laughs) i used food as a coping mechanism as a um a numbing device and it there's no judgment there because that is what it was um so i'm just gonna be honest with you I had disordered eating for 24 years of my life um, and an eating disorder for a couple of those years. Um, It can be moved past. You can move past it. You just have to start to change everything you think you know about food. And that's really freeing because... If everything that you know currently brought you up to this moment, that's, you know, great. It brought you here. But if you're going to move forward, you will need new information, new skills, new tools, and a new paradigm that you approach food with. So let's start to get into the actual nutrition. I really want you to look at the back of your food and if there is a label on it. Uh, i.e. if it comes in a bag box or some sort of package i want you to make sure that you're okay with every single ingredient on that list and if you don't know what an ingredient is you need to go look it up so when you start to look up these um ingredients and some of them are chemicals a lot of them are chemicals uh you're gonna start to say oh well the internet actually tells me that i can have some of this um Uh, Let's take an example for this. There is, if you look on the back of Lucky Charms, which I'm sure you're like, well, Stevie, I do know that you're not supposed to have Lucky Charms because those surely are not healthy. Um, But there's an ingredient that is one of the main ingredients uh, (laughs) in uh, Lucky Charms, and it's called TSP, uh, trisodium phosphate. 
and it is what I use to clean my walls. You can buy it at Home Depot at Lowe's, uh, and it's a chemical. It's uh, my engineer friends use it to strip cement, <laughs> but it's what I use to clean my walls before I paint, and it is one of the main ingredients. Now the internet says, hey, you can absolutely have some of this. Um, and that Snopes actually, I told, told this to my husband and he was like, well, I looked up on Snopes and Snopes says that I can have this. Well, that seems pretty stupid because you don't even watch, want to watch this stuff touch your skin. You don't, you don't want to have it come in contact with your body. It is a heavy duty chemical. Um, but the internet says you can have some and that's been debunked. So, uh, you know, this is where you're going to have to start to get listen to your intuition and to your gut does it seem like i should be eating this not as in do i want it will it taste nice will i feel like a uh, better if you don't feel good right now and you're reaching for a bag of chips so that you can feel better that is a huge indication that you need to heal your mindset about food heal your approach with food and i'm saying this from a place of love because that is exactly where i was and where you will be for a while because it takes a long time to heal a lifetime of approaching food as a coping device tsp spiel aside let's talk about vitamins and minerals because this is one of the things that we absolutely need to be getting from our nutrition. Now, I know you've seen on TV and commercials uh, promoting different supplements and they're saying, you know, 90% of America, 90% of the world doesn't get their vitamins and minerals from, from their diet. And so you need to supplement. And there are some things that you, you know, doesn't occur naturally in food or maybe some things are not in season. Um, but that said, most people don't get it into their diet because the food that they're eating doesn't have vitamins and minerals. They have stuff that's kind of injected into it. Um, this is very interesting because instead of taking, you know, 10 different supplements in the morning, you have the opportunity to start to heal your body with your food and look at your food as medicine. So if I have a lot of inflammation in my body, I'm not going to reach for food that I know inflames my body. Instead, I'm going to reach for anti-inflammatory food. You know, a lot of people talk about turmeric um, and they're kind of like, well, turmeric is anti-inflammatory. Uh, so they kind of like mix it up in in some uh, water or in a latte. But you can just very easily use that within recipes. Uh, we want your nutrients to be coming from your food. So if you start to learn about what nutrients and minerals are in real food in natural occurring whole foods then you can start to treat your body you can start to heal your body with these so i get a lot of people asking you know what can i eat when i'm fasting or or after i fast you know um and whether or not you're fasting my recommendation to you is to eat whole foods and you know what that is you don't want to know you want to kind of make it a little bit complicated like are you sure are you sure this is what it means you know what i'm talking about vegetables fruits meats 
You're talking about nuts. You're talking about healthy fats. And when I'm talking about healthy fats, I'm not talking about canola oil. I'm not talking about vegetable oil. I'm talking about avocado oil. I'm talking about extra virgin olive oil, um, ghee. I'm talking about avocados, (laughs) nuts. There are so many things that have healthy fats and um, healthy nutrients just already built in. We don't need to kind of look outside of our nutrition as much as we have been. So here comes the big truth bomb. And I know that you knew this was coming, but if you don't like vegetables, you're going to have to get over it. You're going to have to learn to. And you have to start to realize where is this voice coming from? Is this coming from the little child who was sitting at the dinner table who didn't want the vegetables? Is that still who this is? Are vegetables just so disgusting to you? Or have you been acting kind of like a spoiled little kid? You're fine with eating vegetables as long as they're fried and come in in a bag flavored with different flavorings so that you can have a bag of chips and call that as your vegetable supply. Look, if you want to change your life, if you want to transform your body, you have to put in the fuel that your body can actually turn into a healthy body. There is no way that your body can turn a bag of chips into a healthy, functioning body. What it does, though, is cause inflammation and fatigue and hormonal imbalances. And you kind of end up with a body that is... It looks like it's alive, but on the inside, it's starving nutritionally. And um, I think we're seeing the effects of that uh, in our society. I think we're seeing the effects of that. I know a lot of people who are dealing with many, many issues that... Now, before you're able to kind of talk yourself out of this, I need you to get really, really, really quiet. Because the truth is... That if it comes from the earth, if it's a plant, if it's a vegetable, if it's a fruit, you're probably okay. You don't need to be counting anything. And there are a lot of people who are going to message me and, you know, well, calories, calories, calories. Stop counting calories. It's not good for the mind. Um, It gets you uh, metric obsessed. And an obsessed with a metric that, quite honestly, is not going to change your life. What's going to change your life if you focus on the metric of healing? And healing is measured in different ways. And it's absolutely not measured in calories. So, um, so if you're not in love with vegetables right now, if you're not in love with fruits, if you're not in love with whole foods, you're going to have to ask yourself, Are you willing to die early? Are you willing to live half of a life? I'm not saying that you can't have incredible foods. I'm not saying that you can't learn to make like all the delicious stuff that you love from home. You know, I have pizza. I have pasta. I have chicken parmesan. Um, I have a lot of things that I love. I make fries. I tons of different things, but I do it in a way that my body can process and I focus consistently on feeding myself fuel that will get me where I want to be. 
I think this comes from a place of clarity of where I want to be. I do. I am training for a marathon, so I am starting to have to change my nutrition a little bit. Um, and that will happen as your fitness levels uh, increase or decrease. And I hope that from today on, they only increase. We have this beautiful gift of a body. And there's no use in you feeling guilty about what you've put in your body. You just need to say this has happened to happen. And I'm going to fuel. I'm a person who fuels my body now. That's just who I am. Um, so let's talk about fuel. Uh, I feel I feel like we've talked a lot about uh, concepts that you've probably heard before. Uh, concepts you probably intuitively know. You're kind of like, yeah, I kind of already know this. So how can I actually start to eat today? Um, like I said, let, let's talk about whole foods. So I wrote down some of my favorites that I almost always have in the house because I like to have things that I like to turn to that I know have a high, they're nutrient dense. Um, you, it's okay if you don't like some of these, uh, and if you don't like them because you're allergic to them or something, you know, that's one thing. But if you don't like them because you don't remember that you got sick because you had the stomach flu once, like my daughter, she doesn't like blueberries. She used to love blueberries, but she's two. And she got, she got the stomach flu and she threw up blueberries. So now she doesn't like them. Something probably happened like that in your past. Uh, so you have to just kind of mind over matter um, for a lot of things. Uh, this is okay. This is something you can work past. So I really love blueberries. I love grapefruit. I love apples, sweet potato, asparagus, avocado. And here's the thing. I don't like avocado. This is, this is really frustrating because everyone is on the avocado train and there's something about the texture. I don't like it, but I eat it because it is so good for my body, so good for my skin, so good for my brain. So you can, you can do things to kind of trick yourself into eating food, uh, like for avocado, I'll kind of put it in, um, my salads, uh, almost like a dressing or I'll put it, uh, with some, uh, I mean, you can thin it out. You can do a bunch of different things. Uh, whatever you have to do to get yourself to eat foods until you start to create a habit. Um, I love Brussels sprouts. They got a lot of hate on one of my videos uh, on TikTok because <laughs> people just don't like Brussels sprouts. Look, um, if you want to make whatever food you want, that that's great. I just... Uh, I like Brussels sprouts. Um, I don't mind them. Uh, I like broccoli, cauliflower, chickpeas, pep peppers. These are all kind of just things that standardly I have in my house. Standardly, I will have these. And then as far as dark leafy greens, my go-to spinach. I'll really love arugula as well. Um, one of my favorite combinations for salads is baby bliss uh, lettuce. Uh, spinach and arugula you get those bad boys and if you want if you had access to uh microgreens uh that's even better you can add some of those in there you get some cilantro you can get some parsley uh par most people don't know this but parsley is incredibly nutrient dense it's super super high in vitamin k it is it has vitamin a vitamin c these are things that 
most people don't even pay attention to. They're like, well, you just kind of garnish your food with it. You can actually embed it into your food because it is providing you with micronutrients and with nutrients that you absolutely need. So when you're um, making your next salad, throw in some parsley, throw in some cilantro. In fact, when I eat, I make my salads, I go from the mindset of I'm getting a big bowl of nutrients. So as many nutrients as I can put in to this bowl, I do it. A lot of people are like, oh, look, that's not like a Caesar salad. Look, Caesar salads are not very good for you. I don't care if you're just like, look, I just really love romaine lettuce and Caesar salad dressing with some croutons, baby. Look, that's great. But that's one of those fake salads that we've been sold. We've been kind of sold this lie that salad should be this, um, like this side, this snack. A lot of people were like mentioning, look at this light salad that this girl's making. It's like all these, you've got coconut oil, you've got olive oil, you've got egg yolks. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm making a meal. Because I'm making something that is going to not only fill, fill me up. Most people just cannot even fathom being filled up by a salad. But if you go and grab a giant bowl. I, I get bowls from Target from uh, Joanna Gaines. She has her collection. And they're the big serving bowls. And that is my salad bowl. I fill it up with my, my nutrients. And you suddenly feel like, oh, it's kind of silly that this is kind of seen as something that you can just put on the side of your meal, which you absolutely can, but you can actually just have a whole bowl of greens and vegetables and healthy fats, um, not even concerned about the calories, not even worried about that because you are getting so many nutrients, um, so much healthy fat, it's incredible. Okay, there's my sh my my uh, little spiel on salad. Um, so at your meals, start to ask yourself what nutrients are in each of these items. And if you're like, look, I'm having some um, some pasta, and I'm not really sure what the nutrients in there are. You know, that's okay. You you can go look it up though. And you can figure out that, oh, there's actually not as many nutrients in this as I thought. Um, and then after you eat, I want you to really pay attention to how you feel. I don't care about how you look on the scale the next day or how you look in the mirror. I want you to pay attention to how you feel. Because this is how you're going to start to be able to determine whether or not you can digest the food. There are some vegetables that you may not be able to digest well. Um, some people have a hard time with cruciferous vegetables, uh, such as broccoli or cauliflower. Um, not to mean that they can't eat them, but it does cause some bloating. Uh, this is stuff to note. You should pay attention to these things. Um, it's also going to train your mind to really evaluate your system like a machine because you're starting to kind of realize that through my content I hope that what we've got here is not a moral problem it's not like you're a bad person you're lazy you're you know x y and z we've got a systems problem and systems problems are great and you should feel really really happy that you've got a systems problem because one you're going to solve the systems problem because everything is figureoutable 
And two, when you do, you will have done something that you can teach to other people and provide value to other people. Um, let's talk about protein. So if you are a vegetarian or vegan, I don't have as much information for you. However, I'm going to be bringing some people onto the podcast who will be excellent resources for you. Um, I buy the best quality protein that I can, the best quality meat that I can, um, grass-fed, pasture-raised, hormone-free, sustainable. I really care about how my food was treated, and I care about what my food ate because there is something that a lot of people don't really pay attention to, which is that they're okay with having this big old steak, but they don't know that this was a cow who was laying in her own feces, um, and it that releases hormones into the cow. Not like necessarily hormones that are given to the cow to grow, but think about it. It's going to produce a lot of cortisol and then you're you're going to be eating that a lot of people talk about this and then they just say well I'm not going to eat meat entirely um so far in my in my life I haven't made that decision I could definitely see that being something that I turn to but for right now I'm trying to focus on eating food that I feel is ethically treated um and that does mean that it is more expensive so I have dramatically reduced the amount of meat that I eat. Um, and there is absolutely no judgment if that's not something you can do right now. Um, so, some people are not in, the, in a financial position to be able to put out more money up front to buy meat in bulk. You know, from some, something like ButcherBox, which is what I do. I will buy meat in like their big freezer box and that will hold this over for, you know, three months, but it is something up front that you do have to pay up for. So, uh, just make the best choices that you can and start to notice that, um, if you're not feeling great after you eat meat, it could be the quality of the meat, not necessarily the meat that you're eating, um, but it also could be maybe you don't produce enough of the stomach acid that you need to digest the protein. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you can start to notice. Um, some of the proteins that I really, really, these are my favorites. Um, I love a ribeye steak. If I want to eat steak, it's going to be ribeye. Um, unless it's uh, Valentine's Day, I'll make filet mignon um, or beef wellington on Christmas. Um, I really love shrimp. Shrimp is probably one of my favorite proteins of all time. The amount of not just protein you can get from shrimp, but the nutrients you can get from shrimp, it's insane. You get pretty much all the zinc you need (laughs) from shrimp, from a single serving of shrimp. Um, I love eggs. Eggs are nature's multivitamin. Um, I really, really like to make sure that my eggs are pasture-raised and that they have... uh, room to roam. Um, Free forage is the best option for eggs that I have found. Um, I love lamb. Ooh, lamb is one of my favorite proteins, but it is one of those harder ones to come across. Um, I'm not huge on pork, but I do like to put pork in, make like pulled pork. My husband really likes that. Ribs, you know. Um, And ButcherBox has a really, really lovely 
selection for pork that's sustainable and ethically treated. I really love salmon, and salmon is just so, so good for you. Um, there's a lot of options for pescatarians. My best friend's a pescatarian, and um, fish, you can get a lot of what you need from fish. So I highly, highly recommend having, you know, two or more servings of salmon a week just for the nutrients alone. Um, and then I really love chicken thighs. I'm not really huge on chicken breasts, to be honest. Um, I don't like chicken that much. Uh, if I'm going to have chicken, I'm going to have chicken thighs uh, because they have more fat and um, they fill me up more. Uh, that is something that I notice about my body. So I want you to kind of look at the language that I talk about food that I love. I'm not saying, you know, oh my gosh, when I eat chicken thighs, I just, I love to sit down on the TV and, and get a big bowl of chicken thighs and, and watch a movie, you know. I really try to make my meal times very intentional because I know of myself that I will unintentionally eat and feel really, really sick the next day. So if you're kind of noticing that you are just kind of got this malaise, you don't feel really great a lot of the time, which let me tell you was definitely me. Um, I just didn't feel good most of the time. And I thought it was normal. And I thought it was kind of like just part of who I was. It was what I was eating. It was what I was eating. Whole foods, baby. Whole foods. Now let's talk about grains. Um, you've got to make your decision on grains. Um, for me, as I'm approaching the place where I'm training for a marathon um, and I'm getting up to where my mileage is getting higher now, um, I'm, I'm cutting out gluten because I do know that my body kind of reacts to gluten in a way as it kind of slows it down, gets it kind of, I mean, think about what gluten is. It's, it's essentially, um, this kind of doughy consistency. It's going to do that within your body as well. Uh, it kind of slows me down a little bit. So as much as I love pastas, I'm going to be turning more towards, uh, the chickpea pasta, uh, if I want pasta or I, I mean, I like zucchini. I love zucchini. It's one of my favorite vegetables of all time. I don't really like zoodles. I don't, they're not, I don't know. I don't, I don't like being tricked when it comes for food. I want to, I would rather make a different choice altogether. I think that's where a lot of people end up into a place where they're like, if they're doing keto, they're doing like keto breads and keto fat bombs and keto desserts and all this stuff. And it's like, one of the reasons that keto can be so effective and so life-changing is because you break the habit of having these foods. But if you're just substituting, I went into the grocery store and there used to be no keto options at all. And now they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And they're, to me, if you look at the back of them, there are a couple of them that are great. One of the, one of the brands that I will buy for um, some options is called the Primal Kitchen um, or Epic, Epic, um, which is in Austin, uh, an Austin based brand. Any, anytime I can rep Austin, Texas, ATX, man. Um, look, you've got to start to approach your food more mindfully, more intentionally. And if it means that this week you have, 
you you plan out your dinners and you go and you shop for your dinners and then you just make an extra serving so that you can have it for lunch the next day you're going to be noticing a difference in your body within a week I, that's just as simple as it is and i don't care if it means that like well i'm gonna have you know two pastas this week okay you're gonna have two pastas having two pastas at home is still going to show improvement in in the way that your body processes food and you're going to notice an improvement on how you feel than having um you know eating out twice a week so i would rather i that that that's kind of how i think about more controversial whole foods uh like like pasta um i love to make my own pasta though so the thing is is that if we're going to be training for for a race you have to you have to say well what's the how can i perform the best and i know that i cannot perform very well on uh gluten so uh but i will be having rice um occasionally uh some whole whole grain um bread is not really an ever i never really have it as an option if i'm gonna eat bread i have i go to a bakery and I pick out like a sourdough bread or a rye bread, and that's what I, I will eat. I don't really like buying bread that comes um, that's mass produced. I like to buy it fresh from a bakery um, or make it fresh from home. So I, I know that all this is sounding like, wow, this is just gonna take so much time. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna need to make time for what you put in your body because I'm telling you that you have the time you're going to have to stop watching as much TV. You're going to have to get up earlier. You're going to have to um, make time in your schedule for your health, for your nutrition. So as far as we go as as grains, you'll start to notice how you feel after you eat them. Because there are some people who are just like, you know what? I thrive when I'm eating quinoa and and um, rice and uh, some whole wheat pasta. You know, like, good, good. Uh, that's, that's great for you. Um, but you need to start to be able to articulate why you're eating these foods. Not just as like, well, I love me some, some spaghetti. I love spaghetti too, um, but I'm not going to eat spaghetti m- too much as I start to train my bar- my body harder. If you're not like trying to do a hard, heavy race, um, if you're not trying to push push your body, you probably don't even need that many carbohydrates. Uh, so that's where you're going to have to say, okay, well, I'm, I am eating the pasta, Stevie. I did, I did exactly what you said. I had all my meals this week at home and, um, I had some pasta and I'm still kind of feeling sluggish. Then you're going to want to start to look at, at the first culprit I would probably say is going to be the, the pastas and the, the breads and, and your, your whole grains. You may not be able to process them as well. And that's why I'm going to ask you once again to notice when you're getting hungry, notice what's being, what's triggering you to be hungry and to really pay attention to how you feel after you eat. If you feel like you need to go sit on the couch for a little bit, that's telling you that you need more time to, it takes more energy to digest and that you should eat that food either right before you go to bed 
um, not like right before, but for your dinner meal so that it helps you sleep. It helps improve your sleep. But when you're starting your day off with food that makes you want to go take a nap, that's not going to propel you to have a healthy life where you're optimizing your life and you're living your best self. I'm pretty, I know that's pretty bold to say, but um, you probably want to be able to have functioning energy all day. And so I just realized that there is something really important that you do need to know. The carbohydrates that are in your vegetables and your fruit should not be your concern. You should not ever be thinking about that. Um, you should, in fact, be eating mostly plant-based. Uh, I eat mostly plant-based. Uh, I Like I said, that's probably... People who are plant-based would probably be like up in arms because I do have... Um, uh, small servings of proteins and, you know, eggs and stuff. Uh, but that's why I'm saying is like, I would say I'm, I'm mostly like paleo. Uh, that's more of what I am. That way of eating is very optimal for my body. The chances that it's optimal for your body is very, very high. Is it fun? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because one, I feel great. So because I feel my body, I can actually do the stuff that I want to do. Start a business, start a podcast, do make eight TikToks a day, do, do um, coaching calls, all this stuff that I've always wanted to do, I can do because I feel my body. I can run a marathon because I feel my body. These things can't happen when you're treating your body as a way of coping you're like i'm just coping with my my emotions right now because that's how i'm going to get through the day is by opening up a package of food that's going to make me feel like garbage tomorrow i'm saying this a little bit too cavalier so we're gonna have we're gonna have a another episode uh, about this in the future because this is such a heavily loaded topic about food um but I really want you to, your big takeaway from today, I want you to focus on adding meal planning into your life. Um, you need to take the time to figure out why you're going to eat because one of the reasons people end up going for food that doesn't serve their body is because they just don't make the time. Um, and then they end up so hungry that they're like, well, I'm just going to stop on the way home and grab some food, or I'm going to stop on my way out and get some food um, from usually a fast food place or, or something like that. Um, you got to make time for it. You got to figure out where the the gaps are for you. Um, uh, my big gap was I had no clue what nutrition was at all. And then I kind of realized that everything I had gleaned from my mom as what health was, she knows nothing as well and and uh that's okay it's okay that our parents weren't raised with the knowledge and the kind of citizen scientist mindset where you're figuring things out for yourself you know not just taking what you presume as some authority figure to say like what, what i'm saying right now do not just take this and be like this is it i'm changing my life i'm doing everything cv says I want you to change your life. I want you to do that. I want you to transform, but you also need to do your own research. Um, I will provide places where I think you should look. 
but you need to start to get some ideas that um, you can back up and articulate with the reason why you're doing it. I.e., the other big takeaway I want you to take away (laughs) is Whole Foods. Now, whatever just came to your mind, and if you're just kind of like, bummer, (laughs) you know what it is. Uh, And and if you're really unclear, um, I will send you a list. I think I'm actually going to make a a little freebie on my my website for you guys because um, this is important. It's important that you know what Whole Foods are. Um, and I've given you some, a list of some of my favorite Whole Foods that I pretty much, like, this is pretty much what I eat. Um, the foods that I mentioned today, um, as far as fats go, I did kind of briefly touch on this, but when I'm talking about healthy fats, I'm, I'm talking about extra virgin olive oil, um, grass-fed butter. I, I only buy Kerrygold butter. Um, ghee, which is a clarified butter, um, avocado oil and nuts and avocados. Those are kind of what I'm talking about for, for healthy fats, healthy fats, healthy proteins, healthy vegetables and fruits. You're going to feel alive. You're going to notice a difference and you're going to lose weight. (laughs) It's, it's gonna, it's going to be crazy. Um, the more that you eat this way, um, kind of a moderate, a moderate to high protein, moderate to, to high fat and maybe a low to moderate carbohydrate diet. Like this is, it's all a range that you're going to have to figure out what's optimal for you. Um, I run really, really well on fat. I know that for sure. My mind just goes kind of really clear um, and my mental fog goes goes away, but also my body loses inflammation. I don't have bloating. Um, that's a pretty big indicator. You still have a choice though. You still have a choice where you can say, well, um, even though I feel better eating this way, I'm going to make the choice to have temporary pleasure for, you know, a weekend, you know, I went to the Rise Business Conference and I met some people and they're like blown away that I just, you know, eat whatever I want. And that's not really how I eat most of the time. It's about consistency. It's about consistency. And if you're going to go out with friends, you know, that do, do what you're going to do. Um, one thing I do want to kind of briefly touch on, and I'm going to do an episode on this because it's really radically changed my life is I don't drink alcohol. Um, my favorite thing in the world is a single malt scotch. Um, I don't drink it because it makes me feel like garbage and my performance is, I love going to the gym so much and I love moving my body so much that I just have to say I love it and I don't drink, (laughs) you know? Um, I bring that up because a lot of people talk about nutrition and they bring up alcohol. So if you're drinking right now and, uh, you don't feel great, do you want to keep drinking because it's fun or do you want to keep drinking because it sparks joy? And if so, are you willing to give up, um, optimal performance? 
that's that's something that you're gonna have to answer there's no judgment there you know my parents they they drink every single night they have a drink when they come home you know that's what they do um you have to make your decisions uh i hope that you guys found this information empowering your skills and your tools to approach your nutrition will only grow from this point if you have any questions about what i've talked about if you want me to expand on anything please message me on instagram i am the health curator there if you want to hang out more i'm on tiktok uh i love love tiktok it's and it's really fun <laughs> and i'm on instagram i'm also at thehealthyyou.co that's my website i also am going to be putting out this week on youtube a meal prepping video so you can see exactly how i prep my vegetables and i'm gonna be making some cashew cream uh total experiment there so come on and uh, hang out with me and experiment with me so have a lovely day and until next time stay curious ask questions notice do not judge how you feel Remember, this is all about growing. This is about healing. This has been my pleasure to be your health curator today. This is the Healthy You Podcast, and I'll see you next time.